<laughs> right, wait a minute. Let me see what's going on. Am I on? Do my working? Put your phone horizontal, Steve. Put your phone horizontal. All right, well, I know a lot of trend. Talk to me, talk to me, people. Wanna go here? Wanna go here? Oh, can they hear us now? Boy, working though, all right. Request say working. Mm -hmm. Once request say working, mm -hmm. I mean, God be working. He's, oh, a, he's a trustworthy fella. Right. He's a trustworthy fella. Oh, okay. Good night, guys. Good night, good night, good night, everybody. Good night, good night, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tonight, give me heart rate. Because this one child got me good already. Anyways, but welcome to your favorite podcast. Up inside you. Up in Steve. Steve, you gotta turn off your camera. What? You come in here, beer, but I know anything then. Man, hold on, Chad. Give me a minute, man. Give me a minute. We trying to get me my set up. Terrible list, guys. I see. Don't worry about Anyways, well, welcome everybody. Thanks for joining us today. This is your favorite podcast, Up Inside Ya. And I am joined by my wonderful co-host. This one here is so ready to shoot me. Uh, Chad, Chad is here. I play Steel Pan. Uh-huh, yeah, right. I play Steel Pan. And uh, my other co-host, Peter. Good night, good night, good night. We're also joined by... You got to turn. You got to put your screen to landscape. Landscape. I got landscape, brother. No, meaning that you know, like how there's got a setting where that the phone is turned automatically when you turn it to the to the landscape position. That's what you gotta do. If not, you can just just be lean on the side. You watch your screen rotation, right? That's the correct. That's it. Plan. That's it, Steve. All right. So we got that. Excuse us for the technical difficulties. Thank you very much. So we have joining Steve. us tonight. Stephen Williams, and we're so happy to have you. Tonight we are talking about um, how far is too far. All right, this one going to be a hot one. But before we get into it, uh, just a word for our sponsors. Chai, you want to um, introduce our sponsors tonight? Yeah, of course, of course. Thank I would love you. to do that. There. So as usual, we are nothing if not with our sponsors. We want to give a big shout out to Trident Scott's Barber Studios. We definitely got to give them a big shout out because, you know, those will be one of the, the businesses that would have been affected by the national pause. Sure. Uh, so a big up, Trader Cuts, anywhere he is. Uh, Barely Sober Entertainment. We, 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 we hoping, we holding, we crossing fingers and think that um, come, come crop over time, we will be given an opportunity to uh, have Barely Sober employed. <laughs> we can bigger uh, Sibel Journey of a bell. That's a beautiful lady right there. So, big number anywhere the maids, ladies. Remember, when you look for ways to get themselves organized in terms of, of menstrual cycles and stuff, give this a try. Obviously, I can't speak to it, but that's what the young lady is here for. We got me first mobile massage therapy, another business that was also affected because of the national pause, but they're still holding firm, they're still coming through every week. And we got to big these up wherever they are. And most importantly, we cannot forget about the wonderful people over at Alarosity uh, Media Productions because without them, there can be no us. It big them up anywhere to make all of that. Nice visual that one of us get, that's them. 
I don't want to do it. Kito don't want to do it. Janelle don't want to do it. Alarosity just do it. So bigger Alarosity, if we need any assistance with one of our podcasts, if we need media help, if we need whatever, get in contact, slid in people's DMs, get them busy. That we'll be working with black people on that. Boom. Done talk. It's so, true. Thank you, Janelle. Thank you very much, Chad. Thanks for the introduction. Um, I I really want to get into tonight, but can you tell you got it. What happened to you? All right. Yeah, ain't, ain't cool for no man. Ain't hanging in, man. Yeah, we gotta talk. We, we gotta let you talk. You had an interesting day today. We gotta let you. Yeah. You know, we talk about the crane rates in Barbados and the things that people do because the imagination is at the very highest rate now, right? Uh, right. It's just difficult because. You're working from home, you know about certain things that's supposed to be happening during national pause. People are supposed to be coming around to the university still supposed to come around and do the survey and what's not and so on. Mm-hmm. Which they came with my home last week. But today was an interesting day because as you guys know, I work from home, but I had to go into the office for an hour or so today. Um, but I was working from home and my mother and sister are also home. And it just happened that I just got up to use the bathroom and I heard the doorbell ring. So this gentleman, who is dressed in medical clothing, uh, approached my household. And I is a gentleman, though, Keith. Okay. I, 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 I like that. He's like, a gentleman. He's a gentleman. He's a Johnny. But you can't tell you. He approached my household, dressed in medical clothing, indicating that he's with the government COVID testing, whatever. And he was talking. My mother was outside uh, looking at she plants and stuff. So she was talking to she and. My sister then went outside to then ask some further questions. And with my sister asking questions that were relevant to the way he's here, he just backed away, got in his car, and drove off. So it was a very fraudulent transaction. I was really upset because if I was there, all the situation may have played out differently. But I was mm-hmm. really upset. But it just happened in the five-minute window where he went to actually use the bathroom just to come back to me, to my desk to do some work, that the man do all this. And by the time we come back, everything is done. I just had to hear about it and see. We couldn't get a partial play, get a partial like some play, and we called the police and asked our process. But I just, just went to do the open. Yeah, so it had me a little all set for most of the day. But I get it here, I'm ready to talk. But I just want to let people out there know that these things are happening. People out there yeah. are trying to scam you. People yeah. out there trying to use any sort of technique to, to, to get into your household, to, to understand how your household would to find an avenue to, yeah. to rock. So, that's definitely going too far though definitely way too far eh? and then we actually had another situation where um, a gentleman would have gone into an old lady's house and raided her fridge and taken some of her goods and everything like that so we really can't be too careful at this stage. We really can't. We gotta be looking up for one another. All right. So thanks for sharing, Kita. Um, but already, yeah. what y'all get to the bottom of this? Here. This is that's pure nonsense. Minus. Yeah. For sure. Minus, but, for sure. Right, for well, sure. Let me go on more. about what is too far? Because some of our countrymen seem to really taking um our slogan for six for nine. But how far is too far? So try tell me when. What are you thinking about this? Because you know you. I, uh, I, I, I am going based on our 
or um our advertisement. I all about that. Uh-huh. I all about uh-huh. talking about the yeah, yeah. But right. Chad, tell me what you're thinking when you hear this. Say right. how far it's it, for me, right? When when we came up with this topic, what had come to my mind was like what I started to think about was because you know what I don't really like to talk about relationships and gender stuff and all that sort of thing because it's a it does like a never-ending circle or a cycle so i like to find things that people could could speak on that we could all relate to and we could try to find definitive points definitive reasons definitive solutions for these issues so i can start with information how far is too far you know this they said that this is the this is the information age that we live in right now where that um conversations that would have happened in Hong Kong. For example, being Barbados, this could Make be privy to because access to the internet and these sorts of things. Uh-huh. But for me, no, I want me, I want to keep it a little local. The information I want to talk about is the difference between transparency and bombardment. Transparency meaning like uh, we're dealing with the government, the constant uh, press conferences that they're having, the repetitive conversation, the repetitive information, I feel like we went from one extreme of one group of people not talking to us yeah. to a group of people now talking to me too often with information that really ain't going anywhere. You know, like you can might as well just stand, not attend the, well, attend the press conferences. And whenever the information come out on WhatsApp, you know, the pertinent information, you would, you would hear what's going on. Because for me, repetition can always create discord. Discord and breed content, and then all of a sudden that can bring disinterest. So people are gonna stop paying attention to what's going on because of the fact that there's too much of nonsensical or information that ain't really changing day after day. Is every day is every two days or three days or something so to see or it's just every two days. Every two days. But mm-hmm. I just Shari is saying I just saying something too far as the initial yeah, so that so may we should stop saying breastfeeding and breast milk to be gender inclusive. Oh Lord, we gonna know what Yeah, that's a hot one, boy. Sorry, I, 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 ready for that discussion too. But Stephen, what about you? Because um, Chad's starting to solve his so with a hot one. What, who are your thoughts when you hear? Oh, fast too far. Well, honestly, I kind of agree with Chad on it too. You know, but um, at the end of the day, don't forget, it's a government and government running a country, and it's government job to keep citizens of the country up to date with what I'm doing, right? Yeah. So if them got a whole five or six press conferences, it's them job to keep the citizens because me or you might not be interested, but what about the old people that ain't got access to the internet or the cell phones or Instagram mm-hmm. or whatever? You know, that only mode of communication them got is the television or the radio, you know? Uh-huh. So there are people that still like these press conferences. For me, well, me, I tune out about Five or six press conferences ago, you know, like I'll right. probably hear or read it in paper. Me personally, but otherwise, than that, the government got the job to do. Well, right. okay. Like, you know, the sad part, part is, if we were being kept up to date as much as we were, even if we were, if, like, say the previous administration or 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 a, a different government, um, if we were being kept up to date, we would be the quickest people to say, oh, oh when they tell me nothing, we're trying to keep things from me, blah blah mm-hmm. blah, and we would go this whole tangent about wait. We are not being kept to date, but no, we can't cap to date mm-hmm. is an issue. Sorry, I yeah, did the government call about I say, but I guess probably with 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 uh clean heart saying to themselves that we kept one up to date. 
we because you literally record show that on file we have updated you guys. That's basically what the government could technically say. Just saying. I I understand right. what both of you are saying. Um, but mm. I think that what is happening with people is that they feel as though the government is pushing an agenda. Now, I when you compare it to the last two this administration and the one previously, I nobody would want to be in that position where they're not getting any information at all. At all. We can't mm. we can't especially in this time. But I think that a lot of persons feel as though it's an agenda that's being pushed. You got like you, you it's like my way or no way. And then you keep coming on every every minute and um a different thing about well, this is what you gotta do, this is what you gotta do. Now the last three press conferences or the last four minus one, the target would have been the um the vaccine. So it's like well, you come and tell me about the vaccine, then you come back and tell me more about the vaccine, then you come back and tell me even more about the vaccine. And like, will you tell me the, how many times before that ain't a difference? So will you tell me in the last one? Now, as Steven, mm. Steve said, I, I, I watch none since December. I ain't watching them. I know that. Oh. But, um, but I, I, you know, I will see the information. I am well read. I see what people posting and whatever. So you got to still keep it up to date. But if it is that you have this government coming and it's this seems to be propaganda or an agenda, as what I'm saying. Then, as when people get like, nah, this, this is, this is too much. This is way too much. Again, too far now. All right, let me, let me just clarify something. For me, I don't, I, I really and truly don't get into the conversations when it comes to terms like propaganda and agendas, because yet again, it links to the point that I previously stated. This is the information age. Anybody could create something put it out into the media or the world media, and then all of a sudden it's just tech off. Whether it's factual, whether it is not factual, it is just tech off. And we already know negativity to spread faster and wider than positivity or truth for that matter. So my thing is, it is not necessarily that I am stating that the government is spreading propaganda or giving us propaganda. I feel like the information is just too repetitive. Like you would update information like, okay, well, we had two COVID deaths today. These persons were XYZ age and they had underlying problems, which is what we're seeing constantly happening now with the um, the upsurge of the, the people passing away due to the COVID-19. My thing is, when you are coming to a press conference, everybody, remember once upon a time, every time we heard a press conference, what people were saying, all right, we can't shut down. All right, this going to happen. Or it does have a call population more. But the fact of the matter is, right now, most of the, the press conferences are generally repetitive. What I can say from my one end, because I fortunately have a, a, a parent who is in healthcare, I would have learned and taught about the, uh, the conversation about the frontline workers and so on having the vaccine, because they are the people who need to be protected most. However, then it's going to the next conversation. How do we know that this, this particular vaccine is going to do anything? Because they see circling all the time. Um, it don't inoculate you. It don't stop you from wearing a mask. It don't stop you from contracting COVID. It don't do anything. So then I saw this morning the police, the a police superintendent was basically saying that they don't like the idea that the police are being forced into taking the vaccine. And I also heard nurses with that conversation as well, that have a right to be concerned because how can you use the people who are valued the most to be the first group of people 
to test test a vaccine on. That that that's the question they just want to know. Know that you mentioned vaccine does what come in my head. Yeah, well, Sherry, Sherry had a really good point here. I really like what she's saying. She said, I like the press conference overload, to be honest, because if you um, listen closely, you hear the facts mm. from the lies because they get sloppy with their delivery of the information and you hear more mm. of what they say or what they don't want to say outright. And uh, they did continue with uh, that. They said the journalists okay. are not answering the right questions. This is uh, Nisa. And uh, right, Sherry was also saying that the members... Of, like how the members of the press are asking their questions, which is something that Chad feels really deeply about when it comes to how the press, um, how they are doing their jobs. All right. So um, the yeah. really say example clarification is it related to the cases? Example the backlogs of the cases that um, based on what you were saying just now, Chad. But that is a really valid point, mm -hmm. though. Is like when you get in, a lot of them when they're coming out to you, they're coming fast and furious. They started saying, okay, I see where you're trying to bluff and where you're trying to hide or whatever. And But for me, it's too much for me because of how my time is. And I just read up. I read and I see what is being said when. So I'm not like, lacking uh -huh. the information as it comes. I'm not lacking it. It's just I'm not spending an hour, two hours listening to anybody talking. Uh -huh. I'm not. I know, I, know, I know if you feel the same way like me, Steve, like, because... For me, like the more information that you get, the more of uh, the people of uh, a certain age group get nervous because they're hearing so much change happening so regular. So you, you realize that people of an older age group get more nervous as it pertains to COVID nineteen and so on because of all the information. I, I guess what people are concerned being bombarded with. So you will find the people of a higher age group, I'm saying like 60s, 70s, then becoming more nervous. But then, then when I usually get information, but then we all say they run shops and that's everything before a lot don't. But no, everybody home, you know what I mean? They get so much information, they're feeling worrisome with it. Man, just man, just watching the man, just watching the um like these press conferences to hear when we back outside. Oh, that's that's the honest truth. That old man want here to be back outside and mm -hmm. we could party again. You know that that's the bottom line. <laughs> Well, yeah. in terms in terms of in terms of the elderly, right? I do believe that they have a legitimate reason to be fearful because, as we can see, if you have underlying circumstances, you got something bugging you like hypertension and so on, and and that also links to the fact that there are younger people who, you know, might you know for the draw bad draw um, draw of luck might have underlying issues that are hereditary or whatever for a young person. They have a legitimate reason to fear because we notice in the claiming lives of people who can't stave off or fight off the infection. Because when I was thinking about it, yet again about the same vaccine conversation, I feel like if there was a legitimate vaccine situation where that it was tested, it was proven that when this is taken, the standard better chance, there's a percentage of how much better you are going to, to, to be you could go back outside because these people confined to them homes. Because as but far as I can, fortunately for me, my grandparents are no longer alive in that sense to be going through. They say no. Because I would be fearful of being around my grandparents, knowing that I'd hear there and everywhere. I could fight it off, but if they contract it, I run into higher risk of them losing their lives. So I just feel like the elderly people do have a legitimate reason to be afraid or have a little bit of fear behind what's going on. So, see if you don't want to say something, just no sorry about that there, brother. No, no you were saying, um, 
if they got a vaccine that's working, but they got about three or four different vaccines out there on the market, and uh-huh. like they got different like different percentages of this vaccine being effective, right? Uh-huh. So I guess it's like everybody thing is like which one these say can really work. You know, everybody wanna people don't uh-huh. I think it is right. People don't mind taking the vaccine, but one a lot of people uneducated about the disease one, right? Everybody got their own theory about it, and everybody so wants to see what the effects of this vaccine. Like, <laughs> so let me ask a question here, all right? Chad, if the vaccine readily available tomorrow, you gonna take it? Uh-huh. Without definitive proof that it's work, no. Okay, Keita, you gonna take it? A fifty-fifty. I don't know if I would take it, but at the same time, this is the first thing to go off vaccine. We take vaccines like we're children, and we didn't know that yeah. about it. At that point, it's like we had a pandemic rule in the world. We had that you hear this, you go do this, and you go do that. And it was mandatory. You know, when you're a child and something is considered mandatory, like, like you grow up and you host, you got eat with your mother put in front of you. You all got a but, choice. But as as a person, right? Um, for me, honestly. I was say 50-50, you know, if I broke, don't fix it. That's, that's my it, right? Nothing wrong with me and taking a vaccine, but as a person that's got to travel, the business, depending on it, the livelihood, it can come mm-hmm. to a point that the vaccine can be mandatory if you want to travel. So that's I guess it. I would got to make up my mind Correct. what I can go do then, right? But for mm-hmm. now, yeah. I'm making it out, man. But, yeah, but this is, let me share this here. Let me share this but hold on, I want to give my, what, if it was a vaccine or not. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, you want to get asked. Okay, yeah, good, no, I was asked, right. I was was trying to remember your name, Miss Bell. (laughs) No, that's all right, I I guess. I forget it, I forget it. It's okay, I'm good. I'm feeling about it. But yes, I was just saying that I will not take it now because <laughs> I am not in that position where I'm high risk. I don't have to travel. You will take vaccine? No, I'm saying no. I won't take it now because I don't I don't need to. I'm not in any okay. position that I will have okay. to. I, I never took the flu uh-huh. shot. I, I've had a flu, yes. Okay. I've never taken that. I've never taken any chicken uh-huh. pot shots. I've never had to. And uh, I never had chicken pots either. So I, I do mm. not see it's necessary for me to be taking any vaccine, especially in this beginning series. Shall y'all? Okay. All right. Well, well, I can't remember what again. So no, but I think it was mainly it was mainly like. All right. So so my parent, I I want to say if it's mother or father, cause I want you know I put too much out there. But my well obviously, but I but it's still fifty fifty. So let people guess. So right then, I was told today that. My parents decided to go forward to have the vaccine taken because they are a part of the front line and, and so on. And but it if got me to thinking. So the thing is, right? Don't tell another. So I, I just want to put about this. My thing. It, because that hitting home now, it got me thinking, like, all right. I want to learn more about the, the vaccine that would have landed and became available to us here in Barbados because you know, Indians? <laughs> well, right. I want I don't want to learn about this one, but it's like 
as I said, when you when you have to to notice something up front, that's when it's really a little bit of fear in you because I want here to know that the vaccine is bare shape and it do what it do to these people. If you want some way saying so the now let me start it. All right. All right, as opposed to as opposed to the the, the Storm Sheraton. What's a thought Storm Sheraton jeans? Ain't I want them shopping boat? But let me let me transition to something because Steve, you just make a good point. You just mentioned that you are a person that has to travel for your business. Before we go down that line, I don't want to ask you this question as a man that has the entrepreneurial spirit, because I don't know you. You remember when we meet in Talk Rock gas station so many yeah. years ago when it upgraded my motorcycle, I think. And we just exchange energy from there. As a man that solely dependent on himself and the obviously people, what I want you to explain to people what that's like, because you know what, they had a conversation on the nation news. Um, I think it was week before maybe just about to go into the, the national pods. And people were in the comments talking foolishness about why people making it all about money and the businesses, because it's only two weeks and this and the next and the third. Help these people to understand, right? Because you're a, use a man that you have to sit down and come up with ingenious ways to capitalize and continue to capitalize even when obstacles thrown in your way. Because you can't sit down and depend on a machine to say, all right, well, we can give Steve he $2,200 less national insurance this month, even though he won't work. And talk to these people and let them know what's going on for you, my brother. All right, well, Chad, I'm going to be honest, right? Um... I and I so. can't get a job, right? But well, for I me, the pros, the, 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 the pros of being self-employed, right? Uh -huh. Does be way higher than when you're working for people. For one, okay. right? That, um, <laughs> I can't tell ignorance. Some of the things I hear people talk about in the workplace and what higher management <laughs> want them to do. I, I don't think I could deal with that. Honestly, uh -huh. right? And... Right. Everybody hustle, don't be the same. Cause how the streets treat me, it might not treat you, right? I would say I perfect my craft, and ain't nothing that uh -huh. happened overnight. You're gonna be at this here continuously, and every day you'll learn something new about your business if you pay attention, right? So for me, so for me, this is like the norm. I've been doing it so long, I don't feel no ways about it. It don't take nothing off of me. I know the ins and out. I don't set no targets that. Uh -huh. I want X, Y, Z dollars by the end of the month because every day does be different. You could wake up tomorrow. Right. And be a great day and tomorrow be a shitty day. Right? So right. for me, in my mind, I'd be like, you know what, Steve? You go all up for the rent. You go all up for that thousand dollars for the rent. That'd be my first mm -hmm. agenda every time the month swing. So I right. start to put that in because to hustle is one thing, but to save you money, if you can't save you money, being an entrepreneur for you, if it can't get okay. saved, it's a waste of time. It's a waste mm. of time. That, that, that is, so is a good point, yeah. Because you, could, you can make 10 grand this month, right? And you can say, you, uh, I got money. But you don't get no more money to about June, July. Right. So you still so got money can, there. If you can't prioritize out that 10 grand, you can be out to see. And when you put in the street too, you just always get like, once you got cash money, you just always get a deal. You just always uh -huh. get a deal, like, a man might come with a car and tell you, Chad, I got a car here worth 20 grand, but with that five grand fight, everything's straight. And if you could buy uh -huh. that and flip that into 10 grand, that's how you just keep progressing. Same thing with the hustle, right? Right. Once you, all right, no clothing and selling, 
Mm-hmm. All who solely depend on clothes out to sea. No clothing and selling in the way to right. go. Right? Right. Clothing and the priority. So what we gonna do here now? We still got bills to pay, children still got eat. What's your plan B? So for me, I just mm-hmm. always try to think ahead, right? What it is that people gonna want. And my best idea is hit me in the shower, believe it or not. Me do. Same for me, brother. Right? Same for me, boy. Real talk. Well, first That's time, all. First time we time. shut down. The first time we shut down, it was cool. I had a little money there to get me through it. I was like, all right, Steve, you're going to be cool. And everybody was delivering, like, these groceries. So they said, it was like, you know, <laughs> the children home. Nobody yeah. ain't got a snack for the children. Right. So I started Loop Bikes 246 on Instagram. Yeah, follow that there, people. Loop Bikes 246. Let me tell you, um, it actually take off faster than I could imagine. I cannot believe that people is eat some mm-hmm. snack, right? So like, yeah. For me now, we when supermarkets open back up, things get back a certain way. Of course, you're not gonna slow down. People rather go to the supermarket and buy stuff, right? So for me now, clothing and selling snacks and selling. I still gotta think about what next could fit in here. So as an entrepreneur, you always gotta be thinking. You can't be lazy or complacent. If you plan to be those two. And for you, get get nine to five, get a job in government. Yeah, don't bother with it. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. That's yeah, it. I I could appreciate that, but you see now, Levy, then Levy transition now into the other part, which is the um the fact that you travel often to replenish stock and that sort of thing for you store and whatever. You were mentioning that if push comes to shove and travel becomes a thing again in the near future. You would definitely put it in your head, but they go out do this because this is how we just live, this always operate, this always survive. So you would definitely be thinking more year than near when it comes to the administering of the vaccine. Um honestly, honestly, Chad, I give it to summer. You know? Uh-huh. Um, I wanna see like the after effects, how things play. That was me. I was uh-huh. always I, I just be always optimistic in most cases. I always believe that something good gonna happen. The odds could be against uh-huh. me hundred to one. I believe something good gonna happen, right? So um but if it do come down to that chat and I gotta take the vaccine to survive, it is what it is. You know? But I gonna mm-hmm. read it on it, I gonna do my research. Cause I just ain't putting anything in my body, if uh-huh. you understand. Right? Right. So all right, so this this is my next this is my next question to you now. Because yet again you you sport brilliantly or entrepreneurial is definitely a, a mentality, it's definitely a spirit, and everybody ain't got it. You know, that you could you could transcend from depending on someone to pay you as opposed to you getting up and being your own boss and coming up with ideas, coming up with situations to to um basically benefit the current standpoint in society because as i said you know what you was doing before them sort of things ain't selling right now so you had to think you you gears had to be spinning in order to capitalize on the the pausing and the uncertainty and all of these things so that you could continue to thrive as an entrepreneur no with that being said you know uh kita had his life last night you were a part of that life got that life there so the, the the fact of the matter is is that uh, Kita also had a guest on the show that is from the the country of of, of Trinidad. 
No, it's almost close to a year, if not over a year, Kita, you will got to tell me. If it's more than a year or just about to be a year that Trinidad closed its borders. No, yeah, when it comes to the, the punching weight of Trinidad, Barbados is nowhere close to that because the reason why that Trinidad can have their borders closed for such a prolonged period of time is because they do not depend on the thing that we depend on most, which is tourism. They, they create and do a lot of manufacturing and exportation and all kind of thing. But my, my is that you know as an entrepreneur that got that mentality, I got a spirit, I got that vibe. What you think could be one of the things that we could do as a country so that we are not, are we, are we away from tourism? Because we have to recognize this may not be the first or the last of a a pandemic type situation that could come and threaten we livelihoods as an island. What can we do? What are we going to do to put in place to start making moves towards creating we own so that we could start surviving and not exposing we people to the fact that we had to allow the borders to reopen? What you think could be something could that could get me in that direction? All right, Chad, um that's a far fetched question, right? And uh -huh. I got enough answers to that, right? But, but for me, on that, you know, this is how I say, um, all right. First of all, Barbados is a very expensive place compared to other places in Caribbean, right? And we can uh -huh. solely depend on tourism. One, right? Mm -hmm. As we realize now, right? We can't solely depend on tourism. Right. So other places offering sea sand and sun rum at a cheaper price. But for me, I, I was reading upon this for a minute, right? And I might not got all the facts correct, but I got an idea of how it could work. Mm -hmm. First of all, the way how Barbados is located, right? In the Caribbean Sea, like Atlantic Oceans or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, right. All hurricanes is farm off of the coast of Africa, right? Correct. What do you think them is mystery? Because... When hurricane forms off of the coast of Africa, that has come and it has got up. Well, is that way we realize like Miami and Florida get hit hard all the yeah. time? Depends on how big it go. It's country. The Caribbean. What we do get bad weather up north is always flat. Uh -huh. Right? Uh -huh. So, Chad, for me, the solution would be trade. That's how the world going know. Right? And trade is one of the biggest industries. All right. If you could tap into the South Pocket, right? When things left from South America, there's either stop either between to Europe, there's right? If you could get a ship that left in South America and Barbados is the only stop, we can get things to Europe faster than them places and making money off of that because then you'll be creating jobs, one, mm -hmm. foreign exchange, right? And because uh -huh. every ship that dock got pay taxes. Every single, you know, gas can sell. People can get extra money or create jobs. Um, mm. Men that drive trucks, containers, shipping companies can get work. So the money can go back into the money flow model, you know? So I think it's one of the things that they should focus on trade. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's just my thing on it. Or um, when already pushing the whole marijuana thing, I don't do drugs, but so far here, the man is gross. I'm fairly good, Beijing. 
You know, mm-hmm. start to put some money uh, into that area because you got men. I was about to get to that senior subject. We used to say, at any day, right? We behind the ball already as a protein even more from the water. And that that's our proof of export that that a lot of markets are really trying to get into right now. And I know that mm-hmm. the, from, from what I've heard tourists say in the past, from their appreciation for the uh, marijuana, it seems to be of a very high caliber that they were willing to, yeah, yeah. Be willing to take back overseas. So that's something yeah. we exporting. Not even only that, but more so in the direction of, Steve was getting in the direction of trail, but I was going in the direction of technology. Like we got a lot of youngsters and, and and people in the technology field that can get a good job there that can just go overseas to Canada, go overseas to, to the U.S. that can capitalize on things like even making apps. These are things that we should be doing in Barbados and selling to the public. Like these are things that are saying that we could we, we should be benefit, benefiting from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Keith, but uh, we when you say, when you say, here you go, sub B2, you know? Because people going polytechnic and doing these jobs, and when they come out, they can't even get a job. They can't even get a try, if you understand. So you've got that thing that people is called brain drain, where a man go to school and be an architect, and then he move out to BIM. So you're still back at square one. Yeah, so, but that, that's why should our, I work? Why, why should I, I work? I about technology. Okay, okay. No, I just right, use yes, that. Yeah, he was just saying about using the technology, being creative and like doing, um, creating apps, etc., selling those. Mm-hmm. I understand a lot of people that come out of school like can't get a sniff out of the job out there, specializing or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I think saying we got people that only don't have the avenue but to do that for our jobs, and it don't seem as though they're gonna be avenue because we want to beat dead horse, we want to beat sugar. And, and that's our and tourism and run as it, but we ain't got a lot of resources that we can export otherwise. So what we can do, we got we got to think we'll say the box for saying that we can export and make ourselves as a nation more marketable. Well, two of them things is the only thing I could think of. Um, Chad, mm-hmm. what, what what you think? You you propose the question, right? Um, uh-huh. your same question that you what you think would be a good idea to that we can sustain ourselves. You know, well, um, well, I'd always believe in, in in the people. Like, I think if 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 I have been seeing anything for the past couple seasons that we just start this podcast, I believe highly in my people. I believe in the creativity of our people, and I feel like because like. I think it was you, Arkita, that said it. The 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 inside the box versus outside the box thinking is is where we need to shift. We gotta get away from traditional way, ways of doing things. We gotta get away from the 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 recycling of the same ideas. No, once upon a time, but this would have been before COVID. I was I was talking about sport, um, where we got a lot of youngsters don't hear that pretty good when it comes to the motorcycles and that sort of thing. It might sound like me beating a dead horse, right? But you re- you recall us coming up, we used to watch Sankar X Games on ESPN. All that mm-hmm. is is a bunch of youngsters that really ain't got much fear riding a motorcycle and doing stunts with it, you know. And they got a lot of youngsters here that got unbridled talent that the men got no kind of 
uh, facility, they may got no infrastructure, but for some reason, these men could do things that these overseas boys does actually be doing and living well off of playing sport like football, basketball, whatever. I was talking with Vigay and Keita. You remember Gibbs was giving us some information about the BFA. The, the yeah. fact that FIFA does inject a certain number of dollars into our footballing program, but some for some reason, it just goes nowhere. So it speaks to what's going on, what is happening, where are the funds going? Because it's only recently we did get a, a playing field up there, so by um, the gymnasium that was considered a, a, a turf, a turf that is uh, for the for that kind of level. But well, right, but <laughs> but my <t> but <laughs> my thing is right is that I just be thinking these lines where I want to use our people as the selling point. I don't want to depend on people from the outside coming in to make we eat food. I just want we to be the selling point. So just like you mentioned brain drain, that's something where I get educated in architecture. There's no opportunities here for me to, to get involved in, a, in a, um, a company. I try to create my own. I ain't got no name for myself. I can't get nowhere. I apply to a job overseas. I say, wait, this, this youngster here, so but with, with 30 years to give it, won't work. Let me say for he. I can go alone because my family gonna live. So, but, but Chad, uh -huh, go ahead, though. No, 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 cross you. Uh, finish me, uh -huh. finish me. No, right? no, no, all I'm saying, all I was saying is, I want my people to be the selling point for our country. You know, just like how a Jamaica, a Jamaican does, does like beat the chest hard to say, I from Jamaica, no matter where we go, got that sort of pride in ourselves, and we go and know that we got something to offer, dog. We got a lot of you see, like I is marvel at your mind because you see your skill. That's not my skill. You say, oh, you can sit down and think up this or that, and like with Keita, no Keita's a man that well versed in he he uh, banking situations and video and that sort of thing. And I know them, but then so that's not my gift. But I like to see people doing their thing. And being rewarded for it because that's what's meant life fulfilling. So I feel like we gotta start finding ways to get our own out of here. Because let me look at let me let me just put this to you. Let me say we text saying they youngsters off in the block that can ride motorcycles, put them in the states, or or you or whatever, and ain't doing anything, the making money, the able to support the families. You know how quick they how fast it would be like you you know that I can't get involved in this shit no more because but, but, I don't want to risk losing what I gain here. Go talk to me. Chinese to A, right? Chinese to A is to B right. Ah. Right? People don't get considered too for things because of them attitude and no brother. Ah. You know? So I I believe before you can <laughs> make a change or anything, you gotta change people's attitude towards it. Like Thank or, you. I could see you finish. Like, Mm. Sure. Like everybody was saying, oh, they should legalize me. Half of them saying they should legalize me. They shouldn't. But they got all the folks that don't care. You show them the benefits. You show them the scientific proof. They believe that all weed is dope. Yeah, yeah, dope, yeah. Like change. We, we, we don't like change. That's why we never had a third party or power or mixed party. It's always like a B or D. B or D. Mm -hmm. You know, like we had solutions. We had PPP. We had all these people. Like, now these people are in a seat, so you got the same old policymakers from before doing the same shit over and over again. So it's just a vicious circle. It's like it'll be turned for the next 10 years, then D back in again. We get tired of them. B 
So, you got people that was running in these parties for the time that was 20 something and there's no 60 something, brother. So, you got 40 something yeah. years of the same ideology, the same thinking. Nothing will never change unless you get new people in there with different attitudes. Oh, man, I got, they got people out there that are brilliant. I got a cousin, right? Chad, the man never went nowhere to learn nothing. To me, I strongly believe he even went to school, right? But you see, when it comes to the boy hands, gear, screwdriver, mm-hmm. and a wrench, and he can fix anything. Any right. single thing, right? And them is the people that does get on the look. One, imagine you go to BCC. Or you, you do four years. You're real excited of becoming an architect. And when you're done, you hold till you graduate. You do everything by the book. Or man, you don't even get an interview. Chad Dada's bracket off. Yeah, he does. Why should a man go, right, and work a job for 10, 50 an hour when he can sell drugs on the block and get $200 a day caught and get it towards a job versus the street? So all mm-hmm. these things, you got to change people's attitudes towards these things. So you just can't uh-huh. up people off of the block and put them in a corporate setting and hope they're going to change if them attitudes can't deal with corporate. It won't work. Mm. It's going to be chaos. Yeah, yeah. It was actually gonna go down that lane when you were talking. It is really the it is the, the issue here is the system, as you say. Look at the policies are in place, etc. But it, we are in a vicious cycle because we are perpetuating it. So even though you are saying, yeah, let me take the boys off the block and get them something more profitable, to, well, something else to do. You still mm-hmm. labeling them. You still treating them like if they're still on the block. So they're, they're not going to change their attitude because society is still not a society from the top right down to the bottom. It's still going to share, um, treat them as though them is just people from the block. So you start a, a, a program where you know you open the kiosks and stuff like that for people to sell. They're entrepreneurs. You get them that opportunity. And you call it the... Um, the block something or the other that you you still telling the people well you ain't no better than where you are right now or being in anything whatever you do is within this and as as steve was saying there a lot of our young people see the glamorous side of of the wrong side of the law they see that side and that's what they work towards and they know how to get to the school and and go on and think because they see then the same body who went and do architecture that they're not going to get through they they still looking for work or whatever. Why put myself through all of that when I can still make a living from this block life or whatever, as you say, right? But we do have to start changing our policies. That is where it would begin. But it's not just that. It's a mindset of the whole people. So you have the persons, um, what Steve was saying with the older people and stuff like that, how they still think about everything, Um that may be, like you say, with the marijuana calling it, however it is. But if you don't get those things um, on the wraps, then we are going to be in this cycle continually. But then you started to say exactly what we were saying, but yeah. But I wanted right. to ask. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I just, I, no, I, I, she was making it for me. The, the thing for me is, right, I, I believe that I am a dreamer, but I am not one of those people that I have my eyes closed to reality, where that I'm saying, you take these fellas up and you do things. They're gonna always got people that can still try a thing. They got people that can still um, revert to to what they are accustomed to because it might be too much for them. I know people can slip through the cracks, but I am just saying, 
we have to find new innovative ways to get ourselves sorted out where that we are no longer waiting on recycled ideas just in different packaging just like what steve said from one minute is like you get a 10-year reign of a certain group and then we are we tired of them you bring in the others and that's another 10 15 year reign and then you say are we tired of them so it's like it's a constant cycle that that don't do nothing for us and my brain is programmed to work on solutions or finding roads to solutions because i don't like arguing things that we already know are gonna happen you understand so for me i started to think along the lines of how can we as a nation from depending so much that's where my mind is at i think obviously that's something that i will have to put a little more thought into but i feel like that's the mentality that all of us as a people because being like our four parents we 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 forward thinking we we got a different mentality we got more skills available we got more ideas that bigger than anything that they could have probably fathomed in any time based off of their resources i just feel like we got to get away from that old way and start pushing a new way that's the only way forward i i think right go back to what you say what else we could do to sustain yourself um uh -huh. i think agriculture right because you know we import bill is one of the biggest debts government is going to pay right we import nearly everything and uh, oh mm -hmm. my we got the perfect conditions to grow anything though if you really think about it Correct. right so if we could lower food bill overall um i guess it'd be more money government will got to do to to help people that got these ideas if you get where you're coming from mm -hmm. right they got the small business association then they got the other one um I got another one that's lending your money, man. Once you got your business plan, them straight to help you get your business yeah, off. Yeah. Right? Um, so, like, I think we need to lower the import bill first of all. As a nation, a nation that can feed itself can survive. Because yeah. if the ship stops sailing, right? If the ship stops sailing for three months, we ought to see, though, brother. Believe it or not, they got a lot. I'd be surprised when I hear, like, some young people say, oh, I don't eat breadfruit. I don't eat yam. I, you know, I don't eat this. I don't eat mm. this. What do you mean? The conversation about corned beef the other night. You know? But the question to you, but who is that one? Who is that one of the hotels? Huh? Who is that one of the hotels, Steve? Which hotels? Miss Ram. Who owned them? Who owned them? Miss Ram on Casa Grande. Well, my thing is, right, is that you got to look at you got to look at um, the cascading effect or the domino effect of something. It would be wonderful to know that all of these uh, local farmers and people who just deal with poultry, um, meats, veg, whatever could be, could be sold out. Every single, every single thing that got crops and things. But who, who really got the import bill up in the air? Um, I guess who who really got up in the air? Um, that that is a that is an E and B question because Chad, <laughs> I might prefer ground food, right? Well, you might prefer processed foods, right? And uh -huh. um, in the supermarket, the supermarket does cater for people. When you go to shop, you always know that you want a specific brand of macaroni uh -huh. at a specific price, right? And just introduce new products to get the customer to buy these things. That way, you see, try this here, and it's got all these displays. 
So, yeah, you got, so everything like like people like the mere fat uh, convenience. Not only that, Rick Steve, but I see. Oh, you have to go out the ball of soup. No, you could get soup in a yeah. can. And you can work so with that. Make our soup and can it. So yeah, that's my whole thing, right? Go ahead. That way, that way you can see supermarkets selling these things at these prices too because they look at the lifespan of these products because that would be a huge part of their risk of bringing in products that may stay on the shelf or may not sell. So they look at these things and the pricing, the products and what's not and the longevity of these products that they bring in. So that's what you see in the importation bill. So hey, and people getting supermarket and buying these things because these people are looking for... I don't want to say necessarily inferior products, but things with longer lifespans and things that would would stop their risk of not selling um, an item. Because all that's going to play so when they're doing their marketing and, and their strategy for the products that they're going to sell. Yeah, well, we, so, we only got a few more minutes left, but you see, we also move away from what y'all was saying, you know, it, we are in this cycle because the people who have are making sure that we have that, we're in that cycle. So they are still making sure that we, we continue to import and they are satisfying they have created this this need for us to want to go there this consumerism they're pushing consumerism we lapping it up lapping it up spending all the money we ain't got the money or whatever and they're making the money off of it they're the ones who are making all the money that's what chad is trying to say right but we only got a few minutes left so just for everybody to give their closing points and know steven you want to say something really quick so um uh, but... no let's talk first let's talk first we got four minutes. <laughs> no, no, but you're let's our talk. guest <laughs> Um, what was say? What was say? Like my um, host Steve come in my house and telling me where to sit. Though you are. Let me give my let, let me give my twenty seconds quick then, cause we running all the time, right? Um, right. So well, first, first, first of all, tight corner for for invite him into your host chat. Invite him. Appreciate it. Be a right? Um, yeah, no, 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 no. This, this thing is just for a while, you know. Like in the meantime, just try to be safe, you know, and try to just try to think positive. If yeah, you understand. Positive. I know about everybody, but this lot don't show me that few things are needed. You know, we just kill ourselves to go and shoes. Just try to be half happy and keep your mental straight. You know, to go and, and, yeah, to go and people dress shoes. Um, I do hope any. Not to this uh, future, <laughs> we could be on there because if we think we only get to talk about two points tonight, you know, I enjoy myself. Telling yeah. me, I'll right, so. show had a list of things here to talk about, and um, uh, we just, anyways, but it's all solutions oriented. Chad, any final yeah. words tonight? My listen, one of I like to end on a positive note. I just want people to continue to be safe. Mem remember, I, I did mention to one of that. People would attack the the initiative to to Karong trying again when a player something and then Kita uh, had his situation today with a need yeah. to be with a neighbors keeper be with a community watch and that sort of thing don't let it for the heights and terraces do it within one of communities um make sure that when the check in for what's important just like what Steve said we don't need a lot to survive you know all you need is the right mentality and you just operate to suit from there. Everything else does be like a, it's just it's just a bonus. It's just yeah. a bonus. So so once you got health and you got the ability to you know feed yourself and feed your family, that's what's important. And we got to rally around one another. This we keep asking my people to do. We have to do it. We are not going to get anywhere if we don't start rallying around we one another. So mm -hmm. that's it for me. That's how I feel. Yeah. Thank you. What about you, Kita? Any last words? 
No, I just want to echo everybody else said. It's all about positive mindset. Um, also, to keep yourself occupied, use it. Use this time as self help. Learn something new. Um, and I also want to say a big up to the sponsors. Big up Adorosity. Big up Beer Shoba. Yeah. Big up Me First Mobile Massage. Big up Cibel. Um, big up. What? Wait, forget. Wait, forget. Trade it. Cut. Trade it. Cut. Trade it. Cut. I need to see that they're so proud to I can't do podcasts and these every week are 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 hot. So I need to try to cut over my for sure. But yeah, big up with my sad. Steve Go, big up loot loot bikes for sure. Loot bikes. Yeah, Steve Go, thanks, boy. Yeah, yeah, thanks for coming. True for true, man. Thank you so much. But guys, you can check us. Yes, it's true. But guys, you can check us on Anchor, our podcast, up in Sidia, also on YouTube. Always look out for when we post. Um, so if you are friends would have missed the, the live um, tonight, tell them check it tomorrow, early in the morning. It is going to be there on YouTube. on YouTube every Thursday, okay. 8 p.m. on uh, Instagram. You're going to find sure. us here uh, without fail. Steve, thanks so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Though. It was real good food for thought. And I love that that entrepreneurial spirit of yours. You really, you, you hit yeah. it more for real, though. If, if you haven't got that like, yeah, so thanks so much guys so good night everybody thanks for coming out put your head on my shoulder